Welcome back, nerds, to the Complete Guide to Horror Movie Podcast. We're continuing our analysis of the Final Destination series. In this episode, BP, Coop and I are lost for words as we try to figure out what the fuck went wrong with the fourth instalment, aka the Final Destination, aka Final Destination Electric Boogaloo. From car washes to NASCAR to hair salons, this instalment received critically negative reviews and is hated by fans. So where do we go with this? The toilet. Uh, I I just don't know where the filmmakers were going with this one, but just to give some backstory, this movie was released in 2009. It was also released in 3D, the first proper 3D installment on the franchise. This one centers around a completely new group of people who, after experiencing a premonition on this time racetrack for the opening sequence. There's only one race. The human race. What about NASCAR? The friend group begins to die off one by one. Doesn't add anything interesting to the franchise. There's some elements of like X-ray imagery used, particularly in the opening sequence. But as a whole, I really despise this movie. I did rewatch it recently, and I did like it better than the first time I watched it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I thought it was a good movie. I mean, I'm someone who liked Jigsaw. So that's all you need to know. With The Final Destination, I felt there was a lack of creativity in the scares. There was a lack of creativity in kill scenes. I just think everything could have been better. Coop, do you have any thoughts? Uh, several. I'd call this movie an abortion, but I'm very pro-abortion, so I won't do that. That's um, Abortions are way better than this movie. Um, <laughs> we mentioned before in when we're talking about Final Destination 3, with character development and Final Destination 3 is like Citizen Kane in comparison to this because they like it literally just starts with it happening so it starts off there's the cars going around and you've just got like three was it three or four friends that are, are drinking there and what are they they got time off school or what at university or, or whatever the fuck um and it's like Sharknado, the opening to this movie. It was for 3D and all that kind of thing. But the CGI, the CGI was bad. Every single death in the opening was laughable. The bit where that guy falls backwards and the pole goes through his mouth, through the back of his head. Oh, even uh, it's, it's, it's like a, a slapstick almost. This yeah. um this opening scene, and when you, when you look at the, if you compare this to the opening scene in Final Destination like the first one i mean oh leaps and bounds better better than this it's it's literally sharknado i'm trying to think of other comparisons other than sharknado and like the silly cg cheap cgi would you call it even less attention was paid to to the script and these characters and uh sorry it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth i don't like it (laughs) i did try to think of one redeeming factor i did enjoy the one death sequence where First of all, it was all like full of fake outs and everything, but I love when the mother with her two children, she just like gives her money to like fuck off while she goes get her hair done. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that part I was like, okay, that's a little realistic because I love how the hairdresser is just like, fuck you, <laughs> like mm. making her work behind time. And then there's a bottle of hairspray going to the straightener. There's the chair that keeps popping up and down. I do that, like how they were real rough with her. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like would you go to a restaurant like after they've stopped serving people and be like oh please just let me sit down and and, and have a curry 
no, get fucked, leave <laughs> right now. You are stupid people. That's your fault. You're a moron. So's your mother. I thought it was good up until when she walks out, then the rock goes through her eye. I was like, ah, that's it. That's like, it. I, I kind of thought there would have been like something bigger. Not saying a truck mm. has to hit her because that happens three times in this movie. A record. <laughs> I do like sort of the coldness of the fact that that, that guy's just like do, doing the lawns on his ride on mower and he's just killed a woman and he's just, he's got no idea. He just keeps whistling just because, you know, <laughs> he has no idea. He's just, he's been turned into a killer by death and he's just whistling. I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. One thing which I didn't realize until I rewatched it was there was actually no clues in the death scenes where, you know, how they'll see things like a man with hooks. In Final mm-hmm. Station 2, well, Final Station 3 had the whole camera shebang going on. Final Station 4, it was like a 3D sequence of like different things popping up at the screen. Mm. I just and thought it was like dreams. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 If you're going to do 3D, do it so that everything was built for a 3D environment. I'm not saying you have to go for James Cameron Avatar, but you should at least do what Final Station 5 did, where they had an appropriate use of 3D throughout the movie. BP, what do you think? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you take as much time as you want to rant. <laughs> the opening credits does my head in on that because they've obviously had no, like, any creative ideas, so they've just decided to go back to the four, uh, the three original films and just kind of do the death scenes in X-ray mm. vision. Yeah. You notice that? Like every scene's just kind of recreated in that scene. I just, uh, it's just, I, I watched it the other day and I'm with Justin, like, it's not bad it's not a bad movie it's just like it's a shit though like compared to the other three movies and i don't know what happened between three and four it just the cgi looks worse in four than it did for the other three films i don't know how that works all of you guys think that i'm like that i'm like nothing i would never say that her interview with her look with her book cover with her trying to launch and sell her book to the judges with being like it's nine years was it 2000 and then 2009 i think this one came out yeah so we're looking at like, yeah so like nine years later the cgi is this bad the plot shit i went on youtube and looked at some comments and just like the ridiculousness of like nascar's flipping in the air the engine like literally like fucking the girl by like landing in a lap i like i laughed at that that's just so funny and i'm like i don't know how that happens the scene where she's standing it's that shot again where she's like i didn't get killed and then the tire like splits her and the 3d hits your face it doesn't even work in 2D, let alone 3D. No. Like it's not something that's, I'm like, wow, that's cool. I'm definitely going to watch it for that. I just... It's it's an okay comedy horror and it's a really bad horror movie is, is sort of how yeah. I would look at it. A lot of the deaths and like it's done in jest. It's fucking, you know, it's Final Destination for fuck's sake, but it's over the top silly. It's it's like a, a fucking um, Human Centipede 3 silly. Almost, yeah. almost. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not yeah. that bad. That was rough. I'm sorry. I take that back. But yeah, it's mm, pretty um, bad. I don't know. Just the whole thing, the fucking dolphin sound that I was telling you about. I found that mm. out after I watched the movie through IMDb trivia, and I was like, no, I'm gonna go back and listen to this. And yes, fair enough. There is a dolphin sound there. I don't know why they couldn't just go to a NASCAR event get someone to get like a recording device and just go near the pit lane and get the sound of like squealing tires mm. just yeah. in every way. Like I'm sure the budget was somewhat decent, but the whole movie just comes off really like if you, if it was by itself in its own different title, I would be like, it's a crappy horror. But when you watch it as part of the series, you're just like, it's one that like I had 
one, two, three on DVD and I have five. So I don't have four for a reason. I don't mm. want to like be part of that apprenticeship and like someone coming over and go, you like that movie? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm, this is my brothers. I like the movie. <laughs> I'm just yeah, looking no, at this now, questions. as you said, the CGI worse than the one in the first one. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, like maybe, maybe it's the, the budget. Let's have a look here. So the first Final Destination movie had a $23 million budget. Okay. Second one had a $26 million budget. Number three, 25, so a million dollars less on that one. Final Destination 4 had a $40 million budget equal with its follow-up. So what they did with Final Destination wow. 5, they did with the same money that they used to make the Drek, which was Final Destination 4. There's no excuses for how bad that movie is. Oh my I, god! I do. Turned it out. It must have been rushed. It must have been something like, I don't know. Feels very lazy and sloppy. I like. Okay, I like Adam Sandler, and I know a lot of people don't know if you guys like him. Some of his movies are very sloppy, and I liken this to one of his like movies. It just feels a bit half-assed. They've just kind of like. Is it like like Jack and Jill? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I could just watch that. I know, I know a lot of people can't get through it, but I could just get through that. Uh, I could I could hardly get through the trailer, so props to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I like it, but I just fucking, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But that movie, it's just so sloppy. It's sort of, I don't know, it'd be, like, it'd be curious to see if there's alternative scenes, if they did a test screening and what had changed. And mm. I reckon they just churned this out. I reckon it was just like, ah, oh, well, we, you know, this will this will sell over the summer. Let's just get this guy and this guy, and just we want you to do a final destination. Off you go, have fun. And they just yeah. turned it out, and now it's there. It is. It's in there. And the final destination. So I'm guessing this was meant to be the last one initially. Yep, the oh. final one. <laughs> so is anyone from the original three films, the first three films, in this one in terms of like a producer or a director or written? Uh, no. I don't think so. I think Wong was directing the first three, but uh, let's have a look. It's a similar team from Final Destination 2 from memory. I know it was the same director, Craig Zemeckis, I think is his name. Uh, uh, don't quote me on that entirely. Da- David yes. Ellis. David Ellis. So, yeah, shit. David Ellis did. I see. Okay. So, okay. David Ellis did Final Destination 2 and Final Destination 4. Uh, Wong did 1 and 3. Okay. Interesting. That kind of makes sense because, I mean, like Final Destination 2, I feel like was probably a bit sillier than the third one in yeah. some of the deaths like and one, more outlandish, bigger kind of stuff. One so that's interesting. Like one down to two, up to three, down for four, and then up for five. That's how it sort of works with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Five had some, like five had some silly stuff in it, but it was way more serious than um, number four. I don't know. Yeah. Like the sequence with the, the concrete cracking. It just looks, looks so bad. But it mm. just looks so cheap. Like the fifth one has cracking of concrete on the bridge, and I was comparing the two, and I'm like, this looks so much more realistic and just like more accurate. But the crappy sort of effects of like, you know, the sort of the dust coming off the concrete thing as well. Mm. I don't know. It's just so, something else. I, yeah. Something else I noticed as well was that um, particularly in that opening scene in number four is the, the things that were happening were a bit more on nose. So like in other things, you'd have something that would lead to this, that would lead to say um, that becoming unlatched or whatever. But there was literally just screws undoing themselves like ghosts were doing it in this opening yeah. scene. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. nah, you're not, you're not really um you're going a bit above and beyond here, mate. Yeah. It's um 
I thought I was watching Final Destination, not a fucking Conjuring. (laughs) I always hated this opening sequence for the same reasons you two have already mentioned with how slapstick the guy getting paled is, the engine crushing the mother. But then there's the other part where, like, part of the car just slices two people in half. And it's just like, Mm. really? Damnation, tell them to go slower. Yes, sir. Hi, guys. Uh, can we keep it in first gear for a couple laps? Go, go! Slow down. Excellent. I just don't think the NASCAR thing... I like I like cars. I'm not into NASCAR. I find it so boring as a sport. It's just going. I mean, you can say that about anything like Bathurst or V8s where they go around a track. But you know, NASCAR, it's just going around in a circle. That's it. Like it's nothing fun about it. And so it's interesting that they chose that as a, as an opening sequence because I actually don't find it appealing. It's kind of mm. weird that someone proposed that idea. I think they could have maybe done something. I don't know, like dirt bikes or a rally thing or something that might be a bit more appealing. monster trucks. Could you imagine? That'd be sick. Yeah. But like mm. just going around the circle and just from what I read and like, you know, there are crashes in NASCAR, but you're not going to have like engines flying through the air and tires going through the air. Like the, like the length from sort of the track to the grandstand to outside, like it's ridiculous. And I just mm. don't know like if they were just doing that because they're like, Oh, well, you don't have the budget. We'll just do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We can't do that. We can't put it all in the crash because that would cost too much. So we'll, we'll have it yeah. in the stands a bit. Maybe that'll be cheaper. I like just how dramatic the car slipping in there. Like I know they're going fast, but even at that point when there's sort of a fire on the track, I would hope that cars wouldn't just be driving straight into like smoke. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. Going straight into it, I'm like, can you not see that coming around? Like slow down or try and get Mm. around it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the only fire session movie where I consider the death sequences to just be absolute bullshit. There's no mystery you can just tell that it's cash grab i remember the early days so this is going back to early 2008 when final station 4 was initially announced they had plans to do the opening sequence in a water park so i don't know if this was like a rumored thing or if it was like early like storyboard stages i don't actually think this movie had been storyboarded or actually properly designed from the get-go but I know that there was a rumor that it would start off where it was a water park and then something would happen would happen involve like electricity or lightning. But I think the general consensus was that it was too similar to like the roller coaster park. So like you just go from like a dry, like you know, amusement park to a water park. There wasn't that sense of variety, so it didn't have its own identity. They ended up doing like a water park death sequence anyway where the guy gets his like inside sucked out but that i don't know i just don't think it was still that good anyway was it gory yeah but i don't feel like it was connected like to yeah. me those two scenes yeah. are just like just, eh. that water park sequence like that's what they were proposing it just sounds like they were so lazy and no one sort of could be bothered to even like consider doing it and they're probably like oh well nascar's easy and that's probably where the budget went to use the track mm, by the track and have nascar people on and then that ridiculous end scene with the movie theater, all that crap. There was so much CGI, <laughs> the escalator. I think that's where the money must have all gone. Mm. If it's 40 million, like the fifth one, like it's so hard yeah. to like, they managed to do a bridge in the fifth one. It was quite good. Yet yeah, this one's just like NASCAR and crap CGI at the end. Where did the other like money go? There was no one 
famous in it was like, there's someone good in it yeah no god no and and on con- continuity as as well um or like the not rather the opposite of that uh diversity variety rather and that you know trying something new in each one i was thinking about it the other day is like if you think about it like final destination just kind of went plane cars roller coaster cars cars <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there's so hey. many other, there's other things guys there's so many other things you uh why has there been a 10-year lull between final destination five final destination six did they just decide ah you know well, we, we will definitely just finish it off i mean i know contract. with less contract contract yeah, issues so right so who owns it? Is it still, uh, I actually know nothing about Final Destination 6. Uh, no, I might be jumping the gun a little bit here, but um, is it still New Line Cinemas or is it different? Yep. It is still New Line. Okay. And they, they still retain the rights, I'm assuming. There were talks when Final Destination 5 came out that if it did really good at the box office, which it did, there were plans to do Final Destination 6 and 7 back-to-back. The right, okay. options being that Stephen Quayle, who directed Final Destination 5, was contracted to come back for the 6 and 7 installments. He never actually gave a direct answer as to why like, he didn't want to come back to the franchise, but because he never fulfilled his part of the contract, which stated if he wanted to like get out of the contract and whatnot, he would have to find a replacement director. He would have to like put it right into the studio. It's like little paperwork things, just to say that he believed pushes like creative control and whatnot. They had to wait five years for that contract to pass. 2016, which would have been five years after the release. Horror at the time was very much about like conjuring sequels and insidious this and sinister that. That I don't think people were James Wan, James Wan, James Wan, James Wan, James Wan. Yeah. Just heaps of that. <laughs> like there was like Paranormal Activity 87 at that point. Yeah, yeah. Like true. I think they just wanted to wait. I see the 3D and Final Station 4 just being so poorly used. Like it feels like what like a 12-year-old would do if they had access to 3D. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to put an eyeball at the screen here, blood splatters yeah, here, yep. and girl gets crushed by an escalator. Like, but it wasn't even scary like i've seen this movie none of the death sequences make me like afraid of anything they don't make me have like the same like striking terror that i have with like the first three movies so a very bright movie if anything and also the movie repeats itself halfway through like one giant portion is just a dream and then they replay the entire dream sequence it's like are you fucking kidding me yeah we don't need to see another person get smashed by an ambulance and we don't need to see this person almost die. This group of cinema goers be killed by an explosion or whatnot. Like it just felt so badly written that the poor director did what he did best, but Jesus Christ, the cast that they got for that one, no, nah, get them out. Mm, no mm-hmm. more. I'm not surprised that they haven't had any other film roles in Hollywood. You got yeah. the like Wikipedia, only like three of them are highlighted, which means that only three of them have had like an actual career. <laughs> yeah, if I had a resume of movies I did and someone's like, what's your most recent movie that and I did that movie, I wouldn't put it on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be exactly. like, oh, it's just I canceled. <laughs> I'm not an actor, but I have worked with many actors plenty of times. And in that movie, it was just like so many things where like someone would just die and the female lead should be like, No, Sam, stop. It's time to move on. But I'm like, you're a human being. No mm. one responds like that to death. Like, I felt like every other characters in, like, previous Foundation movies have always had, like, an appropriate response. Like, they've always been shocked or they've been sad at a funeral. But these people were just like, 
wow, thanks for coming to the funeral. Like, what the fuck? Mm. As Sean said, I just think it just feels like there's a mismatch. Something, something obviously went on behind the scenes. Someone wanted one thing, someone wanted another thing, and you know they've got a forty million dollar budget, but that maybe is just yeah, it's a scrap. It would be interesting to try and get some information from someone, the director, someone that was on set, that like behind the scenes. I'd love to know what was going on and what the vibe was, because I just mm. feel like they probably got through half of it and then realized what they're watching and just sort of went, oh well. We can't afford another rewrite or whatever. We just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Part of session five continues this trend that part of session four started with references to other movies. We already mentioned the opening sequence, referencing all the other death sequences in X-ray format. There's a scene where the girl, I don't even know her character's name, so I don't care for the characters. She just before she's about to get like maimed in the car wash or whatever, like she stops by a and says clear rivers. So I was like, okay, that's a reference to Clear Rooms from the mm. first two movies. There's also, like, little things where, like, they drive past, like, the same tanning salon named from number three. There's little bits here and there that, like, are good Easter eggs for the diehard fans, but the diehard fans aren't going to care because that movie mm. is shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The movie is shit. They're going to be on their phone anyway and going on Wikipedia and probably just being, like, looking at the production to say, like, how much did this cost again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know if you guys noticed. I don't know if they were just cheap. They couldn't do it. But you know when she's stuck in the car wash, like in the sunroof, and the water's literally just pouring in? Mm. You never see an inside shot of the water going in or like a perspective from that end. It's just a really shitty shot from the outside. And obviously the water's covering the windscreen. And you can't see much. And all I kept thinking at the time was like, could they not do the budget constraint? Could they not get a camera underwater to sort of film the realistic sort of um, – simulation inside the car that's what i noticed and yeah because it's always from the outside hey yeah and it was just a shit shot it just kind of showed a car like it looked like she was like doing a parade and waving that's what it sort of looked like <laughs> sunroof, and then yeah. yeah there's just no inside shot of the water going in it's just yeah the dolphin sound <laughs> mm-hmm. um and the ending i found i think that's where it was just like nah they obviously ran out of time and then they just turned it into a x-ray thing and it just looked really shitty and then it was just like credits and then like heavy music and i'm like okay <laughs> but like oh, the dialogue in that scene too one. it was to sam it's like why were you so emotionless and like had no trauma response or anything throughout any of the rest of the movie that at the end she's all like happy and bubbly and lipstick and this and that and it's just like nah come on then, uh, i don't know if you guys remember in that last scene, you know how he's at the table and there was something drawn on it at the start? Is it like death or something or no time or something? At the end, he in the shot, he moves his hand down, but you don't see what it says completely. I don't know if they've cut it too short and I never knew what it actually said underneath. Does anyone know about that? I'm not too sure. Yes. I remember watching it and thinking, oh, what did they say at the start? But they did cut it too quickly because then straight away the next shot is the truck coming in to the cafe but the i just don't think there was any build-up for that either it was all just like oh ted's music and the camera wraps around to make it look interesting you want to go into that nonsense i'm all yours it's very surprising this movie didn't kill the franchise i mean I know it took in a lot of money at the box office, but still, you would have thought all the overwhelming negative fan reception or the overwhelming negative critical reception just would have torpedoed it. <laughs> Thanks, BP and Coop, for tearing this piece of shit apart with me. In our next episode, we conclude our Final Destination miniseries with Final Destination 5. 
everything from buses to wrenches and the return of Tony Todd. Tune in and thank you for listening. Bye.